You are currently listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions expressed on Keeping It Real are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University, Suffolk Free Radio, or those at the Suffolk uh, Leadership and Involvement Office. Adult language may be used, so listener discretion is advised. I word. No introductions here. I just I just get right into it. We could just pick up on the thought we left off on if you want to. Okay, so... Welcome to Keeping It Real. take wonder welcome or welcome back to keeping it real i'm your host ed smith i know i've taken a long break but i'm now back and in this first episode i was joined by mitch and in this episode we talked about spirituality politics and other profound shit i'm back for real now so hit me up to join the conversation uh tune in and enjoy that comes down to the person though i think like what do you want to believe yeah i guess i just think it'll change the way spirituality is handled because right now like we're we're like a a very our culture is very like moved away i feel like from spirituality i'd agree with that i don't know because in the book it it mentions a lot how like we're not religious based like a lot of people would say they're spiritual but not religious like they even gave like an acronym to it right Right, yeah, and that's the thing, like, you know, everybody and their mother nowadays is like, oh, like, yeah, like, my stars, and oh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's because the moon's in this <laughs> way, and like, that's why this is like this, and like, yeah, that's spiritual, or like, people love tarot cards nowadays, Yeah, and like, yeah. that's spiritual, but... People are looking for something. Right, but still at the end of the day, when things get tough for them... I don't think they're going back to like, oh, let me read my tarot cards. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. No, that's Because the majority of the girls out, or not just girls, girls and guys yeah, that yeah. are like, oh, into all that star sign, astrology and tarot cards and whatnot. At the end of the day, when thing like what, reli- what the purpose for, uh, I guess, religion, what religion's really for is like, you know, it's like believing in something higher than yourself. Like, yeah. You know, like... um. And that's something I guess you're supposed to like take comfort in and whatnot and supposed to help you in certain ways. No, that is a good point because like I guess what a true belief is is when it is hard and when times are tough, like you still do center yourself with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right where a lot of people have that when shit's good and shit's fun and like it's just an idea, it's just a concept like, yeah, it's cool to believe in that stuff. But then when it comes to like a life and death situation, like you start rethinking everything, you know? Right. And that's like... I'm not, like, against any of, like, astrology or tarot cards and stuff. I actually think that stuff's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, but, like, see how I said that? It's, like, and, like, once, you know, everybody has those friends that are, like, oh, read your tarot cards. <laughs> and you're, like, all right, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> um, but I met this guy on the street freshman year. Like, he just chilled on the street, you best, know. Best place to meet people. N- no, seriously. I mean, especially freshman year, too. It was, like, such a weird weird time so like 
I mean, it, it probably speaks to where I was at that I was going out onto the street <laughs> talking to random people. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, he was just like chilling on his rug one day right out front of Macy's on Washington Street. And he just like had a little sign. He was like tarot card readings. And he had like incense burning, a few candles burning. And I was like, word, whatever. And like this man, like his mom was that from the part of Africa that practices the religion that created tarot cards. Mm-hmm. So his mom was like an actual shaman shaman like whatever practice believed fully her whole entire life until she died like this religion that tarot cards came from and so he took a lot from that and it was really cool because never before when i got like my tarot cards read whatever my cards read he's literally saying prayers over the cards yeah while he's shuffling through them in a different language you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and whatever and like whether you believe in that stuff or not i think the readings he gave me were like the most accurate readings i've ever gotten and he was also the one that explained to me like you know everybody loves to be like oh i'm spiritual but like he was the one that explained to me he's like in my religion in my culture and he's like if you do tarot cards wrong like it's like a sin like and like to the demo- point, like a demonic, practice. yeah, to the point where, like, you could curse yourself with evil spirits yeah, if you're yeah. not doing it right. And, like, he's like, you know, I love to see people how everybody's into it now, but he's like, it's just a lot of people, majority of people are just doing it in a totally wrong yeah. way. And, like, I get that. He's also saying that because he's mad, like, probably is, <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like, that's kind of like, I, it's not that I like put down that stuff when people are like oh i'm spiritual and then they like throw you all that shit like oh like my star signs i'm not saying like i put that down like i'm not like oh i don't consider that as like spirituality but like like i don't know i guess what i'm trying to say is i don't take that as like 100 percent like yeah. I feel like it's a trend, so that's it's, why. It, yeah, it's trendy. It's like something you find on TikTok, and you're like, oh, let me try this shit out. Yes, yeah. and like, it, it, ma- it makes people feel comfortable, not only because, like, they do kind of believe in what it's doing for them, but then also having other people around them that agree and know about it, like, it just binds them together in a certain way. So I, I think, in its essence, it is a spirituality and is a belief, because it is bringing people together over an existential value, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, it's there's no like true pra- it's not true practice they're not researching where it's coming from they're not researching how it's supposed to be done and i i don't even honestly i really don't give a shit about any of that like i just want people to be happy so do whatever that is but i do get what you're saying where like religion and spirituality is lost in the little that is there is kind of like just scratching the surface it's not people actually trying to find like the depth to things right because i think a big part of religion is like a big pillar of religion is morals right Mm -hmm. morals and values and that that's like a that's a difficult like sometimes almost a difficult thing i guess because like on one hand we have a basis of universal morals and values or at least for like the majority of the modern western world's history we did there's a right and wrong Right, but those those values have an origin too. Like those values originate from like ancient Greece and Rome, 
into uh, Judeo-Christian, you know, values and stuff like that. And then that that formed, like, the bedrock of, like, culture and society for, like, hundreds and thousands of years. You know, it's like, don't kill your neighbor, you know, don't steal, don't rob, don't cheat, blah, blah, blah. Like, that stuff that is just, like, we know everyone who lives here and in the Western world knows, like, that's wrong. Can't do that, you know? Um, And I think a lot of that stuff like the astrology and, and other stuff that I like trendy spiritual stuff mm-hmm. doesn't have like morals or values, I guess. Like at, it depends how deep you te- go. Yeah. I guess it does depend how t- deep you go. But I guess what I'm saying is people don't go that deep. Yeah. Majority, vast majority of people don't go that deep. Yeah. So like, yeah. But then again, on the flip side, it's like, then you have organized religions, religions that have been around for a while that go overboard <laughs> yeah. on the moral and virtue ends, you know, you know, with anything. No, you know, I like, agree. And l- like you said, having it like the base be morals, there's like, I'm not saying all of anyone is anything. I'm not painting with that brush, but there are a lot of not even, I'm not even gonna say a lot. Actually, there are Christians I know that I'm glad they found Christianity because they're not good people, but having like abiding by those laws and like being in fear of hell like has actually like made them able to live in harmony with society you know what i'm saying so like i do i'm not like all i'm not all against organized religion i'm not for organized religion it's what it does for people and like there's people who i would not i'd be scared of them if they didn't have those things you know and it's like yeah maybe they're not getting maybe they found what's like what's that thing for them you know what I'm saying? Like I think I think when we look at all religions, like we're all tapping in we're all tapping into the same thing in our own ways. You know what I'm saying? So like in with that, there's levels to it too. So like you're talking about people not getting too deep with the astrology and shit like that. But if it makes them a good person, I don't I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like if it makes them like if they have like some limited level of spirituality, they're not even necessarily tapped into like the deep divine being or whatever is past that. I'm not worried about it. Like, I'm just glad that they're good humans to other humans. But I get what you're saying where, like, it feels like we've lost, like, that strive to find that deeper energy inside of us, like, that soul, that, like, being that, like, connects us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, like, does religion even, like, make you happy? Like, you know, like, it, it's like... It, I think... Where it's tough to, I guess, from my our standpoint as just two college guys who aren't, like, psychologists who aren't... <laughs> who don't study um, theology. Um, it, it's hard to, I guess, put exact definitions or know the exact definitions of what exactly spirituality is supposed to do for you. And different people are going to have different answers for that, I think. But... Happiness... I. I don't know about happiness. Well, I'm, I, don't, I think it. I think it gets you to happiness. So, like, I think right, but like, see, when I think back to, or at so least I was raised pursuit. Catholic, uh-huh. and like, so when I think of that stuff, and like, I guess the what Catholicism believes is like, if you follow the path of god or whatever like you never hear the word happiness it's it's always just like peace it's yeah it's i feel like they use the word peace a lot and like you know the thing is i feel like it's like 
it's not an individual happiness that's the focus. It's like a piece among the ones around you, which I believe like I believe that's like the actual core of all spiritualities, all religions is like recognizing that we all are one one being moving together, you know? Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, you know, we had a we had to evolve into religion at some point. It, religion just didn't happen. Yeah. Like everything that humans do, we evolved into at some point because we had to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and we have a certain part of our brain that is only activated when we do spiritual activity. So that means it had to be at some point evolved specifically for that along the yeah. evolutionary process, which means at some point it was deemed necessary in our DNA that yeah, yeah. we needed spirituality for survival. So And you what are you so you're trying to say now like it's not necessary and that's No, 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 not at it, all. Not well, no, 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 not that it's not. Ne- well, like it is necessary, but it's not seen as necessary. I think it's super necessary. I think it's super, super necessary. It's just so hard now because now that organized religions are pretty much. I don't know. I feel like a modern our generation organized religion in America. Is like in America, yeah, exactly. If we third, go out, if we third go- world countries, let's say. I mean, first, uh, Western world countries, let's say. Yeah. Um. And. I think, like, we, we, you know, it's hard because organized, but, like, I'm not even saying, like, you know, I'm I'm kind of glad we moved away <laughs> from the organized religions, yeah, yeah. I guess, in a sense. The only way, I, like, I could see it moving on is if, like, you know, the c- Christianity just totally changed its face. And, yeah. like, so, like... You know, it still had the Bible and stuff, but just, like, look like something totally, totally new. You know, same thing with, I guess, anything else in America. You know, Judaism. Yeah. Islam. It is is interesting because it it is case by case, but if we are talking about the bigger picture, I know what you're saying. Because, like, I myself, I was grown up or brought up in, like, a Catholic church, and I still believe in all that stuff. And I could still go back to that church, and those people still take me in, and those people, like, still support me. And they even have talked to me about the podcast and everything. And... What they showed me is, like, like this sounds so cliche, but, like, the church isn't the building. You know what I'm saying? Like, the church is the people that go to it. And I feel like that was, like, the inst- – like, I feel like I was taught a good version of Christianity. Like, yeah, yeah. I actually do because I remember, like, the masses, we'd go – we'd he'd go through a verse, we'd sing the songs or whatever, and then he'd stand the, – the priest would just go and give us a story that happened to him throughout the week, like, something that happened where he had to practice, like, the parable that we just read read and it was like it was so applicable it was so cool and i was like he like he was teaching me that like no these stories aren't like they weren't literal you know like he was even telling me that like it's not literal it's to teach you how to live a good life of virtue and stuff like that and like i'm so grateful for that because that's how i viewed it and then you come out i came outside of that i was i wasn't necessarily ignorant but i was like oh i don't like sitting through church i was like 13 like it was just tiring i was an altar server for like five years so I just didn't want to keep doing that. But um I'm still th- like I'm still thankful for what they taught me and I once I left that church and I saw how other churches were ran I was like, "Oh, that's not I was like what they're doing is not what I was doing." Like it it says the same thing, but it's not, you know? Cuz I have friends who like take it so literal. Like it's even it's difficult to have a discussion with them about it, you right, know? Right. Right. That's what I'm saying and like that's why see what you just said what how you were raised with Christianity. Like, I feel like 
that would be like more towards the future yeah of what it felt nuanced <laughs> right right like that would be like it, it, at least in my head like if the catholic church wanted like a solid future how that's how they're gonna have to present it to young kids because like if you're gonna go around being like adam and eve were two real people yeah yeah and yeah. that's how monkeys didn't evolve into humans just adam and eve popped out of the ground one day because god told them to you know like the you know that's just a small silly example yeah. but like you know what i'm saying i know exactly what you're saying but it like is- I, at least for me i didn't really start understanding like well, that's not a silly example, by the way, though. That's like legit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel like I don't know many people personally that believe that, but I know there are definitely people out there that still believe that. Yeah, and I the people like, I'm sorry, but like, immaculate conception like actually angers me a little bit. Like the idea of like, like just the way that puts it like that's how you're supposed to like view women like, they should be untouched virgins that bring in like what do you you know what I'm saying like. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, there's a lot of things, too, that I guess in the Bible aren't applicable anymore because simply they were probably put in the Bible strictly for, like, survival reasons. But people who believe that's real is, like, it's insane. Oh, right. But, like, imagine, like, 2,000 years ago when they wrote the Bible, you know, they were probably, like, saying that because they didn't have any birth control back then or whatever. Yeah. And they didn't want people just getting, you know, pregnant out of wedlock and stuff. So 2,000 years, and of course, it was 2,000 years ago, so who uh-huh. knows what ways they were <laughs> yeah, thinking yeah. in. But, like, you know, at least, not saying it's right or wrong, but at least you can see the train of thought that yeah. they might have had putting that in the Bible. I, I but see now, the train of flash forward now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when literally everyone, at least, again, in the Western world, well, as of, again, Harry with the whole... Uh, supreme court thing everyone in the western world has access to birth control in some form one way or the other so that's no longer kind of not (laughs) kind of kind of not depends where you live but still for the vast majority um so that's not even something you need to worry or or even regardless still without with or without birth control anywhere in the western world any every single gas station in the united states still sells condoms yeah you know what i'm saying like that maybe rule isn't so much needed and you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. but um kind of going back to the whole christianity catholicism thing i didn't start really understanding what catholicism and christianity was all about until i started really getting into jordan peterson because i was kind of like the same way i did um catholic school and whatnot well like ccd and whatnot got confirmed did all that um but at the end of it, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, this is silly, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and, you know, I never thought it was for me. I thought church was boring and stuff. And I guess it kind of was because, you know, again, it all comes down to, like, who your you're, priest is, yeah, who, yeah. who are the people you're around you. You're also a kid taught to sit still, which yeah. is like, fucking, I'm never going to yeah, agree it, to that. Exactly. But it wasn't until I started watching Jordan Peterson because, just like you said, he would take stories from the Bible and him being a clinical psychologist would be like, yeah. no. Like this story about Adam and Eve isn't actually about just like two naked people who popped up. Yeah, yeah. It's actually because, and then he'll explain something about like, it. it's usually like a life moral or a life value. And then he's like, well, let's compare this to the literature 
in like clinical psychology and see and a lot of times the over it just overlaps specifically to see like well so you don't feel depressed it says to do this a lot in psychology and then like the story in the bible says the same exact thing and you're like oh these people knew what they're talking about but they just didn't have that boring dry academic writing style they had because they didn't have papers they didn't have books the best way for you to spread information and for people to remember information was to put it in a really damn good story yeah yeah and that's how they did it or a song (laughs) yeah yeah. and that's how they did it and i think looking at now it's taken literally looking at that that way it was like oh yeah you know what i'm saying now there's so many things like i'm i don't I don't practice anymore. Like I don't still consider myself Catholic. What do you, what do you believe in? Uh, I'm I'm searching. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Um, I do have to say, as I get older, the temptation to like move towards something is gets stronger in me. Like what? I don't know. Again, <laughs> again, it's just like I don't know. Especially like it's a weird- as we get older, because like I don't know. It's weird. It's like. To believe in something bigger in yourself, I don't know. It's just like... It's a weird intertwinement of, at least for myself, as what what, what people define like philosophy, morals, and spirituality. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not all one thing. Like, it's not... Yeah. So, uh, like, when... I, I believe in a lot of, like, a lot of everything to put together to what I think it's about, you know? So, like, if someone... People ask me... Like, people ask me parts, but... If anyone ever asked me the whole, I'd probably say, I don't know, you know, because it's like, that's a loaded question. But like, I think what's so cool about now is like our advancements in science and technology where like, there's kind of proof to the things you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever heard of like Joe Dispenza or like Andrew Huberman? Yeah, I know Andrew Huberman. Or like Wim Hof or like, I mean, these are all like kind of like, they've been around like podcasts and stuff like that. So they're in and out of the like Joe Rogan and shit like that. But at the end of the day, they keep putting science to shit they were doing before science that like shows it works. It works. It's yes. real. There's like yeah. there's chemical things and that for me and then you have like the placebo effect where like if you just believe in that it works, like it's going to work even more. So I just feel like for myself where I find beliefs is like take I I focus on like one practice. Like I'd say right now I read a book about, or I read a book, um, it's by this guy named Shetty. I forget his last name, but it was called How to Think Like a Monk. And he was in a monastery for like five years, six years, something like that. And each chapter is just like about a different principle on how to live your life. And like, like one's forgiveness, one is like, um, ambition, like integrity, shit like that. And each one I was applying to myself every day and like I was growing. And then I was like, like, it was crazy because I read it because it was just a gift to me. And I was like, oh, it'd be a good read or whatever. But then as I was reading and going through the practices, I was like, oh, this is working. Is that outside or inside? Yeah, that's outside. <laughs> Holy shit. That scared the fuck out yeah, of you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just think that's what's cool is we have the opportunity to, like, intertwine feelings with logic. Yeah, yeah, well, like, that's what I'm saying, like, a lot of this stuff, like, why, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It, well, I think that's, like, it's so cool now that we're able to, like, get that information to see. Like, I think that's so cool. And it's free. Yeah, and it's free. But I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just do think there's, not, like, at least it for myself, it's, like, something, like, I try to, like, be mindful of things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Something feels lacking. Um, do you believe... So, like, when you say mindful, what do you... Like, I don't know. I just try to be conscious about myself, I guess. And, like, try to be conscious about... Like, actions, feelings, your interactions with people. How you, like... I feel like when I when I say be mindful, I'm when I'm genuinely mindful, I'm assessing how an interaction with a person made me feel. And, like, regardless of what my preconceived like notion of that person was or what people told me or whatever, I disregard that. I'm just like, Oh, how was that for me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then when I live by like that intuition, that gut feeling almost like, I mean, I want to say reading vibes, but it's kind of like cliche. It's, it's more like just reading the situation as it is. I feel like we get so lost in like noise from other people telling us their opinions, their ways, their thoughts, like what we read, what like, at the end of the day, where you're really going to get closer to what it is, is when you take that time to, like, separate yourself from everything else. Like, for example, like, even, I don't know, like, there's there's just friends, like, my whole life, like, I've always had people tell you, like, before class, like, oh, this professor sucks, like, or this teacher sucks, like, you're not going to like them. And I've never listened to that. And it's always been differently than what the person's told me. And I've always had my own relationship with that person. And I've always allowed myself to have that, like, own relationship. But I feel like a lot of people conform to the ideas of their peers. Mm -hmm. And they go into situations with beliefs that they didn't even create themselves, you know. And that's what's, like, damaging. And, like, I guess that would be, like, my spirituality is where, like, I really feel like it's just important to be an individual, you know. And it's important to assess things as your own at your with your own mind you know like you can you can talk to like-minded people but like even at the end of the day like don't take anything anyone else says for your own thought yeah yeah no that's a good way to think about things um yeah yeah that's interesting but if you're looking i guess that's where i started and that's where i would like suggest yeah starting is just being a, a genuine like think about it like you th- you think about so much shit and you're like oh that was influenced by someone else how do i feel about it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no that's that's how i feel that's why i think it's really important right now that we, like especially our generation needs to come in touch to exact exactly what spirituality is because mm-hmm. exactly what you said is because there's so many outside influences now on us because of technology mm-hmm. that i think we are so influenced i would almost use the word corrupted to an extent yeah as to think a certain way, and if someone else doesn't think that way, don't listen. Don't listen. They are wrong. Don't like them. They're the enemy. And again, that goes down. That's I don't understand that like mob mentality. Like I understand it's almost like it's more comfortable to just agree with a group of people and have that group of people. But like where there's such a loss of fulfillment in like. There's not even the acknowledgement that there you could have a more fulfilling life if you like had your own opinions. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think it's because people think 
what they have their opinions on is like life or death almost yeah to you know the extreme of it like for example this is just an example um not a true example but (laughs) um well you like trump or you voted for trump i i don't like trump Mm -hmm. i i can't like you yeah because that represents your values that that represents that you're evil, racist, <laughs> you support the overthrow of the United States government, like we saw on January 6th. It means that you denied the election integrity, when in reality, you might not believe in any of that. You just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like just, It just helped your business. Yeah, like yeah, or, yeah. Startup. Or it's just like, well... I just really didn't like the other guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, or or anything, you know. You, I, could, you could say, I, I don't know. I heard a conversation the other day. Two people were talking. They're like, yeah, I could never imagine dating a conservative or, like, having my friend date a conservative. Like, t- And I was like, like yeah. if their beliefs are harmful, I can, yeah, I can get like behind Like a Nazi that. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're a Nazi, don't date them. Yeah. But, like. To just paint up, like, now that's like 50% of America. You can't date now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because your friends don't agree with it. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but like, I'm sorry, say this, whatever. But like, guys, look at the men who are like openly proud that they're Democrat compared to guys that are like openly proud that they're conservative. Mm hmm. What about like, it? I don't know. You're like, the girls are uh, kicking out all like the actual men. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You gotta elaborate. Because I feel like they're all like, if I feel like the vast majority, I I feel like based individuals, men, men sit. If you ask them what their political lines are, they will not give you a straight answer. Yeah, and those are the people you want to be friends with. Fair. The, the people that will shit talk both sides to you, when you ask them your political opinion, that's the person My friends that you're like, all right, they're fucking cool. They know <laughs> what's going on. They realize that half the system's all rigged against us. Yeah, yeah. No matter what side you're on. Those are the people that, like... Whatever whatever room I'm in, I take the other side to piss people off. Yeah, yeah. Like, actually. And then if you get too far to the right, you get yeehaw redneck. <laughs> and if you get too far to the left, you get... Little whiny cry boys, soy boys who look like <laughs> Chill, little twigs. I'm a soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just living in the city. You see a lot more soy boys than you do rednecks. So yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. It is an echo chamber here for sure. Like, I don't have. I don't even. I'm an independent. Like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've only voted once. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we haven't been around that long. So I'm still developing my opinions and all that, but like I will not close. Like if I closed out a whole half now, like how am I gonna commit? Like I just feel like you look like a f- you're gonna look silly in like ten years when shit's flipping. You know what I'm saying? Like well, also what's that say to about you as a person? If you disagree with someone, you're like, all right, guess sorry, you're never gonna reach an agreement. It means you're not if confident you- either in what you actually believe. Yeah, and if you if you want it really like if you wanted to play out like that realistically, nothing in our government would ever work. Yeah. So it's like what do you want? You want the other side to totally go away 
and then but in reality that won't ever happen so the government's just going to be locked in this forever stalemate where yeah. one single bill can't get passed or it's like i wish i could deadass take a time machine and see politics like 15 years before i was born just to like because i feel like you talk to the older generation and they're like it was never this divided or i feel like you sorry let me correct myself. I feel like you talk to the older generation and they're like, it's always, it just seems more divided than it is because of technology. But then you ask like younger generations and they're like, no one agree. I don't know. Like, I feel like our generation believes that no one should agree. And then the older generations are like, no, you're not supposed to agree, but like, you're supposed to work together. Like, I just feel like maybe it's a maturing thing, but I hope I'm just nervous that our generation will like just live with that. Like, conflict attitude you know what i'm saying yeah well it's not going so well right now yeah and i don't dude but, but you like wanna, you want to hear something crazy <laughs> step out on campus and just say climate change is fake well see what would happen to you <laughs> yeah but that's like i feel like yeah but like that's what i'm saying that's like, like a northeast like we're all educated up here though so we know that that shit's real like yeah, regardless but like, of beliefs in all reality who gives a shit if you don't believe in climate change you know what i'm saying yeah like I guess you know what I'm saying. Like, no, I don't know. That's just not something. Like, if no, someone came up true. to me and was like, like, "Hey, I don't believe in climate change," that's not gonna be the thing. We're like, "Dude, fuck you!" I'm not gonna talk to you because you're gonna be the reason why the world goes to shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm. When people know, say shit like, like that, I'm like, "Oh, it's crazy. Whatever. It's one vote. Who? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's one per. Like, I feel like we get so worried about like we don't have that much power. So like, if you don't. Don't get so worked up if someone doesn't agree with right. you. Right, but I'm saying, like, if you raise your hand in yeah, class yeah. when the just topic was climate change, you say, yeah, I don't believe in climate change, you would probably get cursed out of the class. I had very high hopes coming to college and, like, moving to a big city. <laughs> but, um, again, half of it was because co- of COVID, but, like, a lot of that stuff was just, like, really, really crushed when I came to school because, like, really? I've never been in an environment where I felt, like, not that... I'm trying to say any wild you, shit, but but like I feel like I've never been in an environment like I have been here where you actually have to watch what you say, or even like I don't if know if you want friends well, of like, your age. That's yeah, how I'll put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but even like me and the boys back in high school, dude. If like someone recorded the the jokes and stuff we used to make with each other and stuff, or just like whatever, like you know, if and they played it in today's day and age here, like in this environment, like you'd go to jail. No, yeah. no, you wouldn't go to jail, but like people yeah. would be like, oh my. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but like, I know what you're saying. But, like, <laughs> nobody, you know, we were from all different races, religions, backgrounds, you know, but we we're just, but, you know, like, again, this sounds really, uh, what the point I'm making right now probably sounds really, like, low IQ because you're like, oh, this fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, you just wish you could say, make stupid jokes with his nah, friends. Wait, piece no of one shit, just but, like, but, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, I, it, seriously, though, People can't express their genuine opinion. Yeah, in they uni- should be in universities anymore, and that's that's an issue. That's mm-hmm. a big issue. I think that's a really big issue. Personally, I think half my education was ripped off. It is ac- like um, it, I said it once. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love WSFR and everything. Honestly, WSFR has been the greatest part of my college career. Yeah, and I love everything that this club has done for me and the direction it's pushed my life in. But besides for that, it's like I just hear the same shit every class. It's just like over and over and over again. And I've had select few professors who've established that they do think with the group, 
but they will raise the question of the opposing side just to like stimulate the conversation. Yeah. And like literally one, my professor in that class the other day, he said something and a in a someone in the class was like kind of snapped on it a little bit. And he was like, I'm just I'm just saying. And he was like, I'm just like trying to you know, and it, it was like immediate. I was like, damn, dude, we really just shut like shut that the fuck down. Like Yeah. It, yeah. There's no open dialogue but i i also like we could also be ignorant maybe it's just college kids you know what i'm saying because like no nah, i think it's i think it's urban areas is i don't know is. though because if you get into like a finance bro building they probably think a lot differently and more yeah probably yeah you know what yes I'm saying? that's correct and, and those are in boston so it's like right and then you go to certain bars of the certain demographic the people like who are I don't know, like just in business and things like that. Like they, I feel like they're, I feel like you have like, like right now it seems so concentrated because it's just students that were around and just kids in like, it's easy. We don't, we're not even, we haven't been around long enough to have valid opinions, like actually in like not enough, know enough about politics. Whereas people are like, all right, let me just hop on what people are doing so we could all just be friends. And I'm, I'm even with that. I'm not even joking. I'm even with that. Like, but I think once you get older, there's to people- what extent are you? I mean, I'm gonna tell people what they want to hear so we can still be friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't don't say that again. People are gonna catch on to your your fucking moves. That that's like this like going back to the star shit. I'm a Gemini, so like everybody always is like, oh, you're two faced, you're sneaky, yeah. or some shit like, like that. What you're saying to me isn't actually genuine. I'm like, psych. <laughs> yeah, yeah actually yeah you right i'll never no, tell but, you <laughs> no that I, I mean that sounded bad but i'm saying like i'll tell people so we could be friends but then like if you get a chance and we become close friends and shit like that then yeah I'll, like i'll tell you how i feel and shit like that but like to be on a like a so i could say what's up to you in the hallways yeah i'll keep it civil well yeah i mean also like unless with close besides close friends like I have a number of friends. We we never talked politics before in our lives, and we never will. Yeah. Or not politics, philosophy, politics, anything along those lines, because that's just not like the level of our friendship. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, um, I totally get where you're coming from. I don't know. I just think things are really, really, really weird right now. I mean, like the Twitter files came out, and like going back to saying, you know, maybe it's just the bubble we're in. But literally, the Twitter files that just came out after Elon Musk bought it he released the files of what twitter was doing from 2020 and onwards um from the start of the pandemic and onwards um and the fbi was literally reaching out to twitter to censor certain people on twitter that held a certain opinion yeah about covid no it's a little ridiculous dude that's crazy assault the federal the government like, reached out to one of the biggest social media platforms and successfully censored like a whole right. side of a How debate. Do, think about think about like censorship right now though. To what point like is there any point like is there something someone could say or do or a person could be that does deserve yeah, so like I'm January I'm, I'm a radical when when it comes to this type of stuff. As long as it's not saying, "Hey, I'm coming to your house to kill you," I think you should be able to say anything you want. That's the thing for me is like I used to think that way. 100%. I'm not saying I'm not saying what that person says isn't fucked up. Yeah, it's it could be but super fucked is, up, but to go to jail for it because uh, once you start legislating on speech, it's a slippery slope. No, no, you, I'm not just, saying it's not getting back going to jail, but I. 
but I'm saying like or or banning people from social media, blah blah blah. That stuff's such a slippery slope. Slope. And as a history nerd who like studies really fucked up governments in the of the past, it's anything that starts with censor- censorship just doesn't does but not. The thing end is, well. like they were sent. <coughs> I don't know. I'm very on the fence on this one because I definitely used to think like you where I was just like, nah, let people say whatever the fuck they want to say. But then January 6th happens and there's also like, okay, now there are some people who like, they could get a lot of fucking people to believe what they're going to say. And like, even though I think it's crazy, I rationally can be like, yeah, that's not fucking true. There's a lot of people who are just going to believe it. So then there has to be like, there is a point. uh, There is a point for me now, at least. Like, where you have to be like, okay, maybe we shouldn't let this person talk. And I understand that infringes, like, on freedom of speech and all that. What do you mean, let this person talk? For, like, what way? Like, give me an example. I mean, like, Trump's Twitter getting shut down, I'm not 100% against. I'm not, a like, I it's, it's tough because, like, there does become a point where it's like it is kind of dangerous, you know. Um, and I think we were shown that. I know nothing actually really happened. It was just like once they got inside, it became a fucking just a school field trip. But yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like people do have that power. Maybe like. I don't know. Like, it is tough. Like, it is tough. Like, I actually do. Because I am, I do agree with freedom of speech. And I I don't like cancel culture. I don't like censorship in a sense. But, like, then there is there is a point for me, at least, where I'm like, all right, something something has to happen. But I don't know what that right, is. Right. I mean, I, I like, for me, it's like, if you're, if you're, like, I think I'm saying, if you're advocating for anything that, like, speech that indicates direct violence or anything like that is like stuff. Obviously I'm against, but someone like Trump, honestly, yeah, no, I wouldn't even get behind that censoring him. Cause it's like, again, more than half the country voted for him. I mean, despite all I, the mess, I'm not stuff saying censoring did, him forever. He shouldn't be like banned. I'm saying like in the, the time of like where shit was climaxing, like shut his voice off. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think at that time it was. Well, just... Well, what do you? Th- what do? You, all I'm saying is, you let him keep talking. Nothing. Nothing good. You know, I'm like, you know, what I'm saying, like, nothing's gonna get solved if he's allowed to still speak. I mean, in all reality, he was still allowed to speak. Nothing stopped him from speaking. He made his own platforms yeah, to keep did, speaking. He still he still tours the country and speaks to people. So I, get, I guess that's the happy. The I guess time. that's a happy medium, though. Is so like, does Twitter deserve that privilege? You know what I'm saying? Like they unintentionally became the the medium. Do they get? Do they have that like legislation now? Do they have like that ability to? Well, I mean, now that Elon Musk came through, like, oh, it's, it's all different now. Yeah. Actually, actually, I th- I'm pretty sure what he did was to hire. He hired. This is the first time it's ever been done before. Instead of hiring a fact checking company, like most other social media platforms do he hired independent journalists to like fact check everything which is kind of interesting what's it was like or or that might have been like with the twitter files actually going through it um i mean i don't know it's just for me i feel like there is 
like at a certain point, Twitter's not the government. Right. Well, it's creepy that the government reached out to Twitter to that's fucked up. Push a narrative. But I think like if Twitter wanted to not let someone be on Twitter, that's Twitter's decision. It's not Twitter's fault they became the media. Yeah, they ha- like, all right, you're not allowed on Twitter. Go fucking find another medium, which they do. Yeah, that see, that's a difficult thing for me. Like, I don't know exactly where I want to take my stance on that because uh, on one hand, it's a private company and private companies should be able to do what they want. Uh-huh. But on the flip side, to the extent for how large that social media has gotten, where there's literally millions of people from all across the world that are constantly on it, then it's like that's like an obvious like platform to get the word out to the world if you know yeah you have the possibility of doing that on there um then it gets to the point where it's like well mm, i don't know you know what i'm saying like yeah. that's like if youtube decided to come out tomorrow right, and be like but then i'd say you'd have to make like you'd have to make it a public company like you'd have to have government intervention what do you mean? Well, my fault. Like, like if you, I'm saying, like, if you wanted to, like, I feel like if you wanted to keep people from, I don't know, like, it's just tough because, like, I think they kind of, <clears throat> regardless of size, I think they do kind of still hold the power of being able to, to say who uses it or not, and like, I know it uses their opinions. I don't think t- it's such a slippery slope because right. I don't well, think they should be curving every little fucking tweet. But I think, like, in that sense where it gets that crazy, where it... I'm talking peak. Like, I'm at climax, like, situation. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Jan 6. Like, I'm talking, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's when, like, intervention comes in. All the shit... I'm saying let him say whatever the fuck he wants up until that point. And then when an event happens like that, you assess. I really want to say something right now, but it's like... I don't know if I want to say let it. Let it rip. Recording. We can cut it. Okay, yeah, we could cut it. Yeah. Anyway. But the moral of the story is he did change my opinion a little bit. Everyone's going to be like, what happened? <laughs> Yo, exclusive, you got to join the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but anyway, that's just the way I look at it. No, so. it's fucked up. It's a fucking sick, sad world sometimes. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. And that's why, honestly, dude, honestly, dude, that's why I get so disheartened sometimes because it's just like i can't like yeah you can't you can't win it's just so no yeah it's so down deep fucked up no that was a good point though you that was a good point in the sense where i did not look at both sides of it and agreed i feel like now don't censor people (laughs) yeah yeah dude (laughs) that's what i'm saying no it's a slippery slope it is a really slippery slope because then you also i don't know yeah. All right, but the the weird thing for me I guess still is like <laughs> what what the, what like authority does Twitter hold? Well, again, that that's good, that's a good question and and I, you know, I don't have the answer for that obviously. Um but it it's like again, there's a threshold to when you're a social media platform. I feel like once you go past a certain point, it's like you can't just be censoring. Like of course you have a, a you could have a or honestly, I wonder how law, federal law applies to. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think there ever like there probably isn't anything that's written in. Applies to social media. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that, honestly. So you think it's like their moral, like... Well, they have they have policies and guidelines. Like you can't post, you can't post blood and gore. You can't post blah blah blah. So you think you know outside of those guidelines, like if you put a guideline outside of that guideline, you can't. Well, you can't I can't censor someone for like say you say you have your like initial guidelines, your policies, what people have to sign to join the app. Those people don't go outside of what those policies say, but they go outside of what you, the people who run the apps believe. That's fucked up. If they <clears throat> censor them? Like, is that... Yeah. Yeah. But, like... Because if you put in your app... But the only reason you have the app... Is like, so what... So, all I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, like... All right, say Twitter becomes... When you get Twitter, is there anywhere on Twitter that says... We only support one... No, but what, no, but what's opinion? what's stopping them from being able to do that? What's stopping them from being able to one day roll out a thing that says this is a democratic app? Well, I think they would have to make a different app for that then. Why? Why? It's their thing. Uh, I don't, again, I don't know exactly how the laws work and stuff around it, but for something as large as Twitter as it is now, I don't think you could just do that. Because Twitter, I feel like Twitter already stands and has stood as a free, free form speech platform. And if they were just like all of a sudden like, you know what, we're going to get rid of all these people with a certain opinion just because we don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. I think you can't do that. Now, if Twitter came out initially and was like, hey, we're this app, we're a social media app, but it's only for people that support this opinion. And anyone who does not have this opinion will get kicked off. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's fine. But... For something that that would be like if tomorrow YouTube came out and was like, all right, we're gonna delete you. If that's like <laughs> YouTube, that's like if YouTube came out tomorrow, or if Spotify came out tomorrow, and was like, you know what, man? As Spotify as a company, we decided we fucking hate country music. Yeah. So every single country song on this app is gonna be gone. No, you bring in another good point. Agreed. You know, you you just it's can't. Fuck. So like. Does legislation have to be put in place? Do we keep doing what we're doing? I think I honestly I I keep saying I'm gonna keep saying shit that's gonna get me in trouble, but I think it's moving in the right direction with someone like Elon Musk, who's buying up Twitter mm -hmm. with the intention of just making it such a strictly free speech platform. Mm -hmm. And I th I think that was such a great example too, because that's an example of how the market like that's an example positive example of how the market could fix itself in a in a way when you know that's i guess one part that everybody hates oh it shouldn't be allowed that a billionaire could just come by and buy up a company like this yeah but you know what he did dude yeah yeah he's super super fucking rich and he had the money to do it but he just bought up a company went in there saw that there were literally Working with the government to censor people. Yeah. And the fact that the government was supporting them is just like a whole nother different conversation. But, mm -hmm. and then went in there, made all this information public, which was all classified, made all this information public, and then literally went, yeah, like this, I want this to be a free speech platform so you guys can say whatever you want. And then like, like I said, is coming up with like all these new ways and ideas to like fact check people in like a 
non-censorship way, you know, or like whatever. It, 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 I don't know if it's working right now or not, but what I like about it regardless is it's new. It's something yeah. totally new. It's not, Valid. it's not part of that Silicon Valley pedo ring that <laughs> runs half the fucking world now. You don't know that. <laughs> That's the, that shit could still. Well, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but at least from the outside, it doesn't seem like that. Yeah. Because it seems like Zuckerberg hates Elon Musk. It seems yeah, like, valid, you know, valid, valid. seems like Soros Dude, hates I, Elon Musk. I don't Musk. believe shit, though, to be honest. Like, that could, I'm telling you, like, this could all be so, like, I, some, part of me is always like, it's all just scripted to, like, it could make us think type shit like Dude, this. Dude, honestly, it could. But That's from in my <laughs> in my humble opinion, it just seems like Elon Musk is more of an ally than an enemy. Yeah. Compared to all the other billionaires that are seen a lot in the news, you know, I really, I'm, like, I don't know if I should like send this to my parents after they're gonna <laughs> listen to it and they're like they're gonna be like start worrying about me. They're like fucking like my son, like he's all depressed and shit. And it's like nah, I just like it's just the cold hard truth. Wow, what makes what makes you what about this is depressing. Because, dude, we're, <laughs> we just went through, like, ten things that's, like, yeah, well, in the end of but it, that's it's li- is that up. not is that not life, though? Like, I feel like I feel like everything's fucked up, and the whole goal of life is just to get it as close as possible to not being fucked up. It's like the pursuit of happiness. You can't ever be happy. You're just always going to be chasing it. So, like, yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're never going to, that's a good point. You're never going to hit peace, but you can get as close as, po- like, you can get as close as you can. I don't know. I just feel like maybe that's maybe that's a bad outlook. Maybe people don't agree with that. But no, I think no, like, no. That's a good outlook. Definitely a good outlook to have. Like, if that works for you, like that's really great. I don't know. See, for me is like none of it's tangible. Just get as close as possible. I don't know. I feel like for me, it's like I have moments where I'm like, okay, everything's cool. I mean, I'm like, just got to worry about myself. Everything's literally fine. But then it's like, again, you know, I have a history. I have a background in history. And I always relatively try to keep up with world events, you know, roughly. Um, and then just, like, seeing the trends and knowing historical trends and, like, seeing where we're drifting towards right now yeah, is, like, next 30 years, probably not going to be a good time to be alive. Dude. And, like... I think we're fine. That, like, because... Yeah, I mean, I, and, but and if we'll we realistic, out, but, if we realistically but I look guess at what, it, I guess what pisses me off is I just think it sucks. It's it's not that it's unfair; it just sucks that like our parents' generation didn't even have to go to college and could literally make a such a comfortable living. Yeah, doing but literally anything. When odds are for us, the beginnings of our like careers are gonna be. And like the projection of the economy, that's like, we're I not going like to start like earning, earning until like, like every generation is like projected to earn like livable income later and later and later. I feel like that's how do you even like? There's ways to avoid. I mean, I, I I'm not smart enough to fucking speak on this at all, but like, I feel like that's almost like. And it's like right now, because of our technological advances, we're we're hitting so much AI economy. Well, we're hitting well, yeah, all this new technology. It's putting stresses on because we still run in the old world. Have emphasis around that. 
Um, what does that mean? Or quotes around that. Old world meaning like all the systems in which we still mainly operate off of today were created at a point in time before the internet. Right. Um, you know, our whole entire economic system, yeah, majority yeah, yeah. of stuff and majority of infrastructure too. Um, so I think a lot of that stuff's being strained right now. And the, you could even tie this back to spirituality too. I mean, spirituality has been on the deterioration since like the 1800s, but, um, so I, th- I think we're in that time. I don't, Something we're, we're there's going to be another major change within our lifetime. I think we lived through like two already, nine eleven and COVID. Um, I don't think I think COVID was like a piece. I don't think COVID was like. I think COVID was a spark that's going to. Agreed. Agreed. When fifty years down the line, when we read this, it's going to be like the equivalent to like what. It's going to be like the equivalent to like what. I don't know. Um, the invasion of Manchuria was to like World War Two or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so like something that starts a few years before yeah, yeah. the big thing happens. It, the domino effect. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what COVID was. COVID, and then right after COVID, Ukraine. Yeah. And then who knows what's gonna happen in Ukraine? China, dude. All this stuff with the balloons and the air and shit from China, that's literally crazy, dude. You think that's think crazy? Think of a time in our life when literally United States declared enemy aircraft is in the sky <laughs> above the United States, no, dude. dude. You got it all Think twisted. about that. It's just a civilian weather balloon. My fucking ass, <laughs> You have dude. it all twisted. You know how many pictures they probably have the <laughs> Pentagon by now? <laughs> That that and they're probably trying to find all those like they're probably like when they're flown over the Midwest they're trying to fight figure out which farmer silos had nuclear warheads yeah, in yeah. them yeah that's probably what it was and they probably did until fucking an F twenty two shot that shit down no I they already figured out what they needed they don't yeah, probably fuck. they fucking <laughs> dude they shot another one down over Alaska this morning <laughs> yeah they dude <laughs> they're finding them all yeah, over the place allegedly I read some shit that. During Trump's administration, there was three that we didn't really even know about. Which makes it even more fucked up, because that <laughs> means they've been doing it for years now. Yeah, but I'm saying, like... Dude. I don't know. Pitch, what happens? <laughs> we go to war with China. What are you doing? Fucking fucking enlisting. Really? Nah, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I tell everyone that. I'm like, yeah, mark my <laughs> words. If a world war breaks out, I'm like, fuck whatever I'm I doing. mean, if if there was a draft, <laughs> if there was a draft, I'd probably enlist. I'd like to think I would enlist if there was a draft. But like, because then, then I'd be like, oh, I'm on the sideline. You know what I'm saying? It'd be some weird, like, masculine fucking. Yeah, no, I was going to say not to sound like fucked up and to- like toxic want war and like want to like kill people or see oh, people God. die. But oh, like God. if a war if we broke didn't out, get canceled yet, if, if a war broke out right now, honestly, it, it would be like, honestly, I'd be like, thank fucking God. Dude, I would be I would be so fucking hyped to get the fuck <laughs> out of here and do that shit. No. Yeah, dude. No. I'm thinking about enlisting already right now just because I'm so fucking bored. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's valid if you want a life switch, but a fucking world war doesn't have to catalyst your individual, yeah, dude, individual but like, change. Imagine all the crazy shit you do. Dude, you could do that without a war. You could do that right now. You could. I mean, can you? Yeah, you can. Dude, you can. you're telling me you could fly a helicopter. You could if you wanted to. And launch to. a fuck ton of you could, missiles into something and watch it explode. 
<laughs> you, you could uh, yeah, and then just fly away <laughs> while fucking while fucking Creedence Clearwater is playing in the background. So Fox Dude, you're telling me you wouldn't want to fucking do that shit um, compared to this. Whatever the fuck we're doing now, having to go to class, write papers about whatever the fuck they make. I like I like about. how it is now. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. You're telling me you wouldn't want to live in a muddy foxhole while your best friend <laughs> screams for his mother while his life is slipping away from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to just chill here. I want to. I like writing papers. I like reading. I like. Yeah, no, I guess. Well, I guess another big thing for that is too. I think it'd be really, <laughs> really, really, really super cool. Another aspect of why I would want to do that is because it would give me a sense of purpose that would be like yeah, so dude. fucking cool. No, enlisting, like, dude. I have so much admiration for veterans and those enlisted and those active members. It's yeah, like yeah. if you're you're. I I genuinely believe the only like the biggest purpose of life getting full circle. The I think the purpose of life is to serve others. Oh yeah, and I think that's so fulfilling. I mean, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with like, um, killing other people. I know that's not exactly what happens when you enlist, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I have I have a lot of respect for those who enlist. I I mean, I get to live my life every. I don't think about anything like i don't i don't worry about i don't even fucking worry about chinese balloons i don't worry about nothing because like because of those people you know so it's a it's a balance for me where like i'm not gonna do it because i don't morally agree with those things and maybe deep down i'm like a p- but like i might have to cut that one up but uh <laughs> um no nah, you can curse you good i i guess for me it's like do that like a lot of people find joy and fulfillment in it because like and you don't have like you don't have to go to a battle you don't have to go to war to figure out. i have a friend who's straight out of high school he he went to a tech school and then he i've he's been on the podcast too zach roder he went to tech school and then he went straight into the air force and he's just a planes technician he works on the engines of fighter jets and shit like that and he he was in the uk for three years stationed at an american base and now he's in south carolina and like he doesn't fight he doesn't battle but he's still serving that purpose you know what i'm saying yeah 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 no i mean and he like he has purpose he's he brought himself out of a not the best situation to a really good life you know what i'm saying yeah yeah well i mean the whole battle thing was kind of like half joking no no um, i get you like yeah yeah that's the whole thing because like i guess again a number one i guess this comes down to like the spirituality thing i was kind of hitting on now like when i feel like when i say like there's like a hole or something that's something that needs to be filled it really comes down to like purpose because like yeah like you're going to school you're going to college to get a degree to get a good job i feel like but like at the end of the day because i find no i get no gratification or no fulfillment from dude i could get an a plus on every single paper i write throughout the whole entire semester and at the end of the day that means nothing to me nothing Uh, that feels nothing it's good because it makes my parents happy yeah because it, it no that means my money's well spent, right? Yeah, because yeah. still we still are paying money for to to be here right now. Mm. But at the end of the day, like it, it means nothing to me. And like when I do graduate and I do get that degree in my hand, it's gonna mean really nothing to me. Nothing. Pretty much nothing. Come on. Nothing. The things nothing. that I got was the best things I got out of this is. It's not really. Relas- you still got two years. Well, yeah, but my relationships and. My relationships, WSFR. Personal growth. Pers- well, yeah, personal growth, which, like, I'm super grateful for. And let's be real. Y- 
But you don't. Like, you don't go to college. You don't speak the way you speak about politics. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it does a lot more. Like, I was hating on school up until probably this semester. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I hated. I did not like freshman year. I wanted to drop out. Kept going. I was the same way in freshman. Year. Sophomore year was fun because like we had like parties and shit like that. Like we had shit to do. I had, like it felt like college, and I was like, oh, this is lit. Same, yeah. And then this year. It was like, I was like, the parties were back and shit. And I was like, yeah, this is cool, but is this all it is? And last semester was like me dealing with like trying to figure out that the drive, the purpose, the motivation for wanting to do things. And I just kept working at it. And this year things fell into place for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I have things that are motivating me. I have things that are pushing me forward. And like I see I see a place I want to go. For a very long time I didn't. And for a very long time I thought it was a waste of money. But... I feel like those lulls are important to enjoy the times where you do have something to focus on and you do have something that pushes you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I definitely got, like, some good stuff. Definitely a lot of good things out of it. Um, but... And and you can... But you're in... So, like, you're in the point right now, I guess, if we're, if I'm equating it to my experience, you're in the lull where you're you're grateful for where for what you have received. You see where you are, but you think there's more... You think there should be more to it. And I'm saying there's like there's going the way your work ethic and the way you are and the way you're pursuing passions, you're not pursuing money like you work with WSFR, you work with local bands, you do your thing, you go to shows like that's going to get you to that place where you're going to have motivation and fulfillment in some activity and some goal. But like there is everyone has to have that period where you don't know, you don't understand you're you're grateful for all the things you recognize it it's giving you, but it hasn't it hasn't given you it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like yeah. to really appreciate you like to have it, that's special. To have it, like what we're looking for, that purpose, that's like so so high up that like you don't even want it to be that easy. You know what I'm saying? Like if it was so easy to have that purpose, it wouldn't be I think it would lose its effect, you know? So I think the fact that like for me, my goals and what's motivating me, I have an internship that's going to end on March 20th, and I have a Costa Rica trip that's basically in the profession I want to do, sustainable agriculture, and that goes from the 19th to the 20th, or from the 13th to the 19th. That's what I've, I'm focused for the next month. I'm dialed in, right? I don't know what's going to happen after that. You know what I'm saying? I could go right back into another lull, but I've, I've completed like a piece of what it is. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like... Just like keeping your mind open, keep being grateful for what these little things you are getting, then they all fall into place for that bigger picture. Then you get that piece, you get that point, you get that piece of motivation. Like the podcast, when I originally did it for the first year, I was dialed in and I loved it. For not even the year, that's an exaggeration, for the first like five months, you know? But then I lost it. I hated myself. I fucking questioned, like, I was like, how did I even do that? Like, you know, it was like a different person. And then literally it's like two and a half years later and i'm i'm back you know what i'm saying like not back back but like i'm back at that point that i've recognized that it's there and it's there for the taking but you can't always have it you know what i'm saying so like yeah yeah you just got to keep picking up pieces on the way you're gonna have spurts where it feels like you're fucking you ha you have a soul there's purpose like yeah, there's all yeah. this divine shit and you're you're locked in you serve that goal you serve that purpose and Andrew Huberman talks about, I know, maybe you said you didn't know him. Yeah, yeah, no, I listen oh, to him sometimes. Yeah, he, yeah. he talks about that dopamine where you see CEOs and stuff like that. When they finally finish those, like, lifelong goals, they, like, kill themselves. 
or they like they don't know what to do and it's because you the dopa what dopamine is is the motivation to keep going so i i'm trying to you i i think the thing is you got to get addicted to the you got to see you got to fall in love with the process of not having it yet you know yeah i guess or fall in love with a process towards yeah. whatever that process is towards you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. cuz it's like i know for sure right now this process is towards a degree Mm-hmm. degree isn't like a degree is a passport to any job you want not any job but i'm saying like what are you majoring history yeah dude like having a degree in history i feel like you're like i think you're i feel like you're doing it right you know what i'm saying like i feel like the fact that you like shit sucks it means you're doing it right to a certain extent because you're still following you're not following what you feel like you should be you're, or you're not following what people are telling you to like I bet you've had people be like, history, what are you going to do with that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. My dad wa- my dad still wants me to be a lawyer. Exactly. But, <laughs> I couldn't do that. But, like, you, you finish with history. Now, say you enter the job field, like, because of where we are and, like, not even, like, just, this is, like, throughout time. Like, the, I bet you the job you're going to have in five years doesn't exist yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, like, your, your combination with, with your like audio engineering and history you've probably seen the pod you've seen like drunk history you've seen like shit like that like goofy shit like there is a lane you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just you keep following like what you what you enjoy and it's gonna it's gonna show itself yeah 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 that's what i'm trying to do but i don't know i I feel like you do it i feel like you do do it like i've never any interaction i've had with you you've been positive about yeah yeah well i always try to spit yeah everything is a lot of Everything does come down to mindset about stuff, but I guess it more comes down to like, I don't know. I don't know. A a lot of it is like, again, the pursuit of it makes you really happy, but then Mm -hmm. once it's completed, like you don't feel, feel fulfilled or whatever. And then another aspect is I have, I deal with like, I get imposter syndrome really, really, really bad. Mm -hmm. So even if I do get to a place where I, I'm like, all right, I think I'm starting to get good at this. I think I like this. I want to keep going down along with this process. Then I start feeling like I actually still don't know what I'm doing. And I really don't belong here. And everybody yeah. thinks I don't belong here. Like, that's how but I that, feel. That's like, I feel like that's like, I feel like you have voices in your head. Like, there's no one voice in your head. And fucking call me crazy for this. But there's a voice in my head that is so positive and so, like, self-motivating. And then the, there hits a point where it peaks. And then it turns to, like... Like, it's like, do you hear this guy? Like, you hear this dumbass yeah. telling you, like, yes. you're the shit. Like, it, it yes. and then it's that's and what happens to me. It's and for like, me, I, I feel like I gotta be like, oh, okay, there's the asshole. Like, there's the one who doesn't want me to do that shit, you know? So yeah. it's about listening to the good one, but taking it with the grain of salt and then yeah. listening to the bad like one. The and, devil and angel yeah, and exactly. Yeah. Um, I believe in that shit wholeheartedly. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's weird, mom. Such a, yeah, I don't know. Definitely, <laughs> it, like, right now, this whole semester, actually, this whole year has kind of been, like, a weird, definitely weird year for me, for yeah. sure. Um, uh, I could definitely tell it's a, it's a period of, like, change, transition, mm-hmm. but towards what? I don't know. But yeah. it's You don't need to know. Yeah, no, it's, but it's definitely happening. Um, and, again, I definitely, like, I'm hitting, I think I'm starting to hit that age, too. We're starting to hit that age, that... Um, you're just starting to like notice what works, what doesn't work for you, and 
how your body reacts to different things. And like, I know me personally, like I have carried a lot of bad habits over from high school into college. Uh And I think some of them are starting to catch up with me. Mm -hmm. Um, That's literally the first step though. Just being aware of that. Like there's so many, there's so many people who would be like, Oh, my life's falling apart. Why? And then I'd be like, well, look at this. And they'd be like, no, it's not that. Well, look at that. No, 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 I know it's not that. I've done that forever. Well, maybe that's why. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely know I have an addictive personality because, like, I'm addicted to, like, three things. Um, <laughs> Money. And, not yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, people in my family have had it. So, um, but it's definitely, like... You know, it's like becoming aware of those things. Like, I haven't done anything to try to <laughs> change any of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I yeah. have for some of it, but it doesn't always work. So, but I mean... 22 days is all it takes. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I think not... Pe- people people in general, you got to fall in love with, like, the challenge of things. You know, like, it, it is fun. It's so rewarding when you do have a bad habit and you break it. You know what I'm saying? And like, Yeah. It, or if you do create something you've been talking about doing for so long, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like... Like, um, I feel like they were just fucking, like, listing off the names on fucking Rogan, but Goggins, like, he's, I was watching a <laughs> clip the other day, and he was just like, if you do something you don't want to do every day, that's a good day. Yeah. And it, it's so yeah, facts. Yeah. Like, for me, for so long, I feel like I'm wasting life when I don't read. Like, I feel like not reading books is, like, a waste of human life. That's my opinion. Don't, don't think I'm, like, judging <laughs> anyone. But for so long, I've thought that way and have not done shit about it. And then this year... Like, my sister showed me a video about, like, how you could change your, how much you could change your life, how many books you could read in a lifetime if you just read 30 minutes a day. And I was like, all right, I'm going to read 30 minutes a day. Like, I'm going to just do it. Like, I made, I allotted a time in my day every morning. When I wake up, I do it so I won't, like, because if you do it for, like, you know, you're like, oh, I'll do it right before bed. No, you won't. You'll fall asleep. You'll be tired. You're not going to do it. Make a point to do it. And I didn't want to. And now, like, I find myself picking up my phone and reading news instead of Instagram. I p- find myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, really? when I, when how I, long did it take you until you went from, oh, I don't need, I don't want to do this, but I need to allot 30 minutes to do this to now where it's like, oh, fuck yeah, it's time to read. 10 days. 10 days, really? I'd say, first off, you got to get something you're, you're going to enjoy reading, which is hard in itself. Second, I'd say, I think for me, what the sickest part of it is I've always seen my, like, my dad's always sending me sick news articles, like, sick, like, stories going on around me. And I'm like, how the fuck does he find these? And I'm like, I want to be like that. I want to be able to find, like, information that easily. And I'd say just now, this week, after a month and 10 days of doing it, it's hit that point, like, where I'll, I'm reading right now for a class, like, the political class. I have to write a paper, and it's not due for two weeks, but I started reading today. And like, cause I was like interested Damn. in the subject. I'm being dead ass, and that that's not me. That is not me. I usually Damn. wait wait till the day before to do it. I was reading it, and I'm clicking on links off the links off the links, and I'm like, now I'm like well versed in a topic, and I'm like, no shit, I enjoyed. I I was like, I just enjoyed that. So I think it's like putting the intent. It was like once I found out reading was fun for for like leisure time, school became more fun. It took a second. It definitely took a second, and the way I did it was actually super beneficial because like i started the the habit outside of school so i had all day like the only thing i had was work for a period of time without school and that that gave me like ample time to find 30 minutes like if i didn't find 30 minutes like i felt like a piece of shit 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, you, like, that's a bad day. Chalk that up as a bad day. So then I just wouldn't let that happen because I didn't want bad days. And then when school rolled around, I was still, like, leisurely reading. But then those school readings came up and I was like, oh, this is interesting, you know. And I I can't say that's what's going to happen for everybody else. But it did what I wanted to do. And I always felt like I always felt like I was interested in my classes. I just didn't apply myself. And then I was always like, how do I apply myself? And it's like, no, you need to like, you need to sort out like your like leisure life almost to be able to really apply yourself to your work life. Yeah, no, I feel that. That's, that's like a thing where I'm at right now. Definitely trying to figure out like the leisure time. Cause it's like high school. I felt like when I had free time, which was very little because high school was on two different swim teams, high school, uh, I was in like a few different clubs. Yeah, high school. So. I don't know how any of us did it. It's like nah, seven dude. to like nine. We'd be doing shit. If I had to do that now, I think I'd drop that because no, honestly, I, I go to I go to school for like four hours and I'm like, <laughs> whoo, what a day! And, I, and then I don't do shit for the rest of the day because I'm like, man, I had a long one today. Yeah, you know, I'm still like, listening to my phone. Um, but yeah, like that's what I feel like. Cause, and then when I did have free time in high school, I would just watch something on Netflix. But like now, it's like, um. And now I don't really what do you get as much enjoyment. Instagram, what are you doing? Now, well, one, I'm not watching anything anymore because, like, except for the occasional things that are really good that I really enjoy that it comes out, like, when a new Star Wars show comes out, like, I love that shit. I always watch it. But, like, for the most part, I'm not doing anything. So I do fall into doom scrolling a lot. Just yeah. get sucked in. Do you check there. it? Do you, do you, are you aware of your screen, like, <laughs> screen, screen, time? screen time? No, no, <laughs> not really. Um... No, but honestly, it's just like I get in these phases where like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just get, again, it, it some of it ties in, I think maybe with some of the bad habits I was talking about, uh, before, um, that I just get kind of like stuck in bed yeah. where I'm like, I know I have shit to do. I need to go do it. And then like. I don't know. It's like it's, it's all like, about it's momentum. Like a, you gotta break. You gotta break the first thing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, uh, like with homework too. So homework. That's why school pisses me off a lot because <laughs> it's like, all right, I have a paper due tomorrow. I need to write it tonight. But I also need to. I really need to do my laundry after I write my paper. It's only a one-page paper. I can get this done in literally... That ain't no paper. That's a page. Yeah, no, what? whatever. It's a two-page <laughs> paper. But this is what I'm saying. It could be a, something as simple as yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-page paper could literally take a half hour. This thing will be done. You know what I'm saying? Not even. And then I could go do my laundry after. Or why not at the same time? Or at the same... Whatever. But I dread doing the paper. So but then I, No, I get all, what you're saying, though. But then all the other chores I had to do after, which are important... Like, even sometimes coming down to just, like, making my bed, which are just, like, you know, like, make you feel like a decent human being when start you do with, them. Start. Well, I always make my bed gotta, every day. I, th- I think. But, I th- like, what I'm saying, what I'm, the point I'm getting to is, is, like, I guess, however, just how my head works. If I can't get that homework done, nothing's nothing fucking done. getting done. Flip the process, then. Do the shit that you can get done. And then get, but then the homework's the last but thing. But when I end up doing that is because, like, I, again, my girlfriend's really trying to get me to see a doctor because she thinks I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm, like, just trying to become conscious of these things. I'm trying not to think that I do have it because then I think, if I think I do have it, yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah, only yeah. going to think I have, you know what I'm saying? That's so I'm trying to think that I, 
I'm still. You don't have ADHD. I, that I don't have it. Right. Yeah, you don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but because like what I was saying, like if I start doing those things, like start doing chores or something, then I get in like in like a hyper focus. That's like, you know, I'll start doing things related to Use it, it or like because so. When, I guess, when you're I saying guess. like you need to get that momentum going, what I'm saying is when I get that momentum going, I can't do shit that I'm supposed to do. I, when I get the momentum going, I do shit. <laughs> oh, but I'm I going. Do sh- oh, I'm <laughs> going. But majority of the fucking time, yeah. I'm doing shit that nobody wants me to do. <laughs> I'm just doing it because I'm like in my head, I somehow reach this place. Yeah, but yeah. instead, there's all these responsibilities like- and stuff that I have to get done that, you know. Some people are like literally paying money for it, and um, <laughs> can't get around to it. Nah, I hear, <laughs> I hear you. I, I was in the same boat. I'm telling you, like, you know, I've I've talked about coming on fucking this radio station for so long. Like, you know it. Like, so I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I just well, had to get I mean, my shit right at home. It, it's also tough too because like, right now mental health is talked about so much, especially men's mental health. But mm-hmm. yet, I still feel like. And again, I feel like this ties into what we were talking about before about some like ideologies being prevalent on universities and stuff that it's just like you can't like honestly talk like, I don't know. It's still like not as open Uh, as as much as like I feel like I think everybody's got a therapist and then they talk to that therapist and then they don't talk about it outside the therapist. That's how I feel about it lately. Well, do you think a lot of guys our age have therapists? Because I don't. Um, I tried it once, and I, I was like, I honestly was like, this I think is, a lot of girls do. I don't know. A about lot of guys. girls do. See what I'm saying? I'm talking about guys. Uh, because like I feel like it, it's still like a bit of a. I don't think it's. I don't even taboo th- to an extent nah. to like really like open up. I no guess. bullshit. I think it's because women are proactive and men men are lazy and <laughs> not men are lazy, but men are. Men used to do like I remember this clear as day. Freshman year, me and Cam were wrestling. And a group of girls came in the room and were like, oh, my God, are you guys really wrestling right now? We're like, yeah. And they're like, the toxic masculinity in here is just like, I can't handle this anymore. And like sitting in history class, like, I don't know. There's just like sitting in class, like a lot of things is like and a lot of things people are going against is like people always talking about, oh, toxic masculinity, blah, 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 where it's like if you show like strength or assertiveness and stuff like that. Like I do those, agree with that. Those are deemed as, like, toxic. There is like there bad. is tox- toxic and masculinity, like, and then there also is just genuine masculinity. Genuine masculinity. But I do I agree think, with that. I feel like today those two things get mixed up into yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, of course. And it, it just, like, this big... And then, again, it comes down to, Not like, all masculine is task, to, not toxic masculinity. Toxic. But I feel like it, one picture of that is always painted... And it's just, like, that's another reason. Like, I'm just tired of hearing shit, like, I don't care about. Or, like, I don't, like, I'm, so, I'm tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. And I just feel like schools, universities, just an echo, like you're saying, is just an echo chamber of the same fucking thing over and over and over again. And, like, that's just, like, all I hear. And it's just, like, I'm so over it. Yeah, you and seem I'm so over it. Over it. No, like, I hear I don't give a fuck, to be honest. The thing like, with me is, like, I feel like, I just, like, never want to sit in a class again where I have to hear that white men are the cause, white straight men are the cause of all the issues in this country that, like, like, I don't want to hear that shit anymore. <laughs> like, 
I don't care. I and then and then people and then if you raise your hand to give like your input on it, everybody's like, "Fuck you," because you're a white man, white straight man. Your Kinda. your input isn't valid. Again, I'm speaking from my experiences, not speaking from everyone Facts. else's experiences. And to to be in in a time of our lives where we're supposed to really really be learning and exploring ourselves and questioning everything it was it was one big fucking lie that they told us because or at least that they told me because I come to college and I was told you need to fall into fucking line with every what everybody else thinks and if you actually put in your own fucking opinion into your paper which I did try freshman year professors would literally give me 50s and 60s when I put my genuine opinion down on paper and they're like, you need to fall in fucking line or or you're you're going to get kicked out and if you even even among friends too just saying things like that yeah saying or even something at home do you home think that's, that's just the like, school you pick though could be but i just know university systems are con- you think it are just... controlled mainly by people of one way of thinking across the country yeah so like if you went to a so it's the school, same it'd be the same, same shit. story yeah. everywhere and um again this is me i might find these things more annoying than like let's say you do yeah you might not give a fuck about that like that um and um i'm i'm just tired of of uh big issues and shit like i don't know and uh, i've had people be like well mitch like they're not talking about you specifically in class (laughs) like you know that i'm like yeah i know but it's just like i i don't know there's just something about it and it's just like I can't genuinely tell people like the way I was raised, I can't genuinely share with the vast majority of people here mm. because they would think about me in a certain way. Facts. That like, dude, I grew up I grew up in, in, in the country. Like yeah. I grew up driving quads, shooting guns for from literally since I could walk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's what we grew up with. That's how it was, you know, like and it's just like, you know, you you tell some people that there, they get one Oh, you're from the country. That means you're you're probably conservative, and then blah blah blah. Which then you start making all these assumptions about you. Yeah, and you know that's like that. You know, it's like you don't know actually. You actually don't know have any idea what my no, I know. political beliefs are. You know, I, I think I'm just so over it. No, so, I feel so you. Over it. I, to me, to me, it's gone <laughs> so because like everybody remembers when this shit kind of like started. You know. Yeah. And, like, when it started, like, who gave a fuck? Like, oh, all right, yeah, like, you know, like, okay, yeah, oh, no, it's good. It's important to, p- like, point out, you know, these certain things and, and the wrongs in history and whatnot. But it, I don't know. It's just getting to a point where it's just, like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to think what I think. Yeah. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to believe what I believe. And leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Like, Nah, I hear you. I I, I get what you're saying. And I think everybody should have the respect to let anybody do that. Whatever. I think you're you're just in a a tough... Like, Boston's just a big fucking school, so you're surrounded by kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of us who might graduate with a a major and still go back to our serving jobs, go back to our minimum wage jobs. And those are real jobs, too, don't get me wrong. But you don't have to be involved to know about like what you you should for your personal being but you don't have to but then there's jobs where your politics and your your beliefs are going to change because you recognize how shit actually works right now we live in like a fake not fake but we live in a world that's told to us you know what i'm saying like like we were going back to earlier like 
every, everything I know about anything in terms of how the economy works, in terms of how pol- policy works, in terms of how like businesses run, how money's made, how capital's moved, I've been told by I have not experienced any of that yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I <clears throat> I've worked in a restaurant job. I've learned how to make money for myself. I've learned how like the rankings of like a system work. You know what I'm saying? I've I've experienced those things firsthand, but like I think I think you just got to be a little patient with people cuz it seems like that now, but we're all 21-year-olds trying to live lives and be conf- we're trying to be confident, right? Everybody's trying to be confident in their opinions. They're trying to be they're trying to present a persona that they genuinely believe is right it's true it's them but we haven't had enough experiences to create that yet so you have people who are creating that based off of things they're told and it's just dicey where like yeah see i would buy that but and i i used to buy that until when the main thing you practice is in uh diversity inclusion and that's the one thing that in reality isn't actually like real then that's when i lose like yeah respect that's when i that's when i like tap out no, I'm, like, right, I'm done trying you. like why even it's the, not it's not to me the though. point of college like especially in anything in the humanities which is history is part of the humanities uh-huh. like the point of the humanities is to like literally i mean as oh, with with really any field is to, to question literally everything yeah you know to to go to look at everything from every different possible perspective, possible like anything like that, and um, I like I said, I just don't think it, it it's presented in a very one way type of thing nowadays, and it's like nobody. Again, this ties into the bigger political polarization of the country. Like nobody's willing to sit down like the way we are right now, and like separating out people's opinions from them as people. Yeah. And and that's just kind of like how it is and yeah, and, I think people And as I get older, I've been seeing it's getting worse, not better. So it's like We've that's been... why like my urge to buy a homestead in the middle of the fucking <laughs> woods and not Yeah, yeah. Dude, Do it. you know Fuck how it. sick it would be to have some cattle and like <laughs> chickens, a giant no, garden. No, I know you. I'm trying orchard. to get into farming. Yeah, no. That's like that's my end goal. It's just between now and then, I don't know what I want to do. Because I couldn't do that for the rest of uh I probably could do that for the rest of my life. If I if I made enough stuff for me to do, if I got enough animals, set enough traps, and had a big enough garden to keep me busy for the rest of my life. But I feel like while I'm young, I want to go out and yeah, do something yeah. first before I like no, buy that chunk of land and I settle down. But uh, what it is until then, I don't know. But yeah. anyway, that's, but that's your that's your challenge though is like dealing is navigating through this world. It, it's just I don't know, I don't know if I made the wrong choice going nah, to dude. school in a city or whatever. But I'm a big like I made the choice stick. But with you're this type you're of uncomfortable. Like I feel like it's good. It's well it's that's why I came so to much a city. about yourself. That's why I came to a city because like like I said I grew up in bumfuck nowhere. Exactly. And I was like I need to branch out and like I live close to New York, but like my whole family works in new york so i I was like let me pick a different city something that totally original to me like you know like and that was the point to get out of my comfort zone and i came here and i did and like i said there's aspects of living in the city and i did it and i'm uncomfortable well no there's (laughs) aspects of living here that i fucking love like this whole music thing that i'm into now and this whole audio stuff is really really awesome i love it um obviously like i'm my girlfriend's from boston met her it's been great um and there's some other like really cool experiences and and just things I got to learn that I wouldn't 
have otherwise living in a city. And I just think it's good it, it, to be a, a well-rounded person. I think it's just good to know what it's like to live in the city and what it's like to live in the, in the countryside. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. It makes you, it makes you a well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it's definitely doing that. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, there's certain things that really piss me off. That really piss me <laughs> off. Yeah. But if they weren't there, it would almost be like if they weren't there, nothing would be like. Like they're they're little things, but to me, it makes it very big. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So get emotional about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Show, show your emotions. Yeah, no, but like those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could start. Yeah, cr- nah, 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 none of that. I could start crying if you want me to. <laughs> Oh, we all have compression on these. Oh, look at that. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but both my phone and computer might die. I'm nervous about losing this. Hey, that's all right. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in it, and we'll definitely pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. But wait, thank you guys. Peace out.